Welcome to Trans Chat, a place where trans, non-binary, and metagender folk talk about ourselves, our interests, and our community. Hello, folks. Uh, so as, as an admission of my derpiness, um, I managed to not record one of the participants in a podcast about uh, getting to know friends, dating, um, what other things would you add, Jen, that got lost in that? Um, so, uh, everything. Apparently, you just like to talk to yourself. I've got lots of, of practice. Um, yeah, you know, it's you would be a good radio DJ. I know that. So because you know well i used to do it but we you know you talk to yourself you don't you're not really talking to anybody for a lot a long time if you can entertain yourself you can be a radio dj as well is that is that are those jobs still in existence like oh I, yeah okay yeah i mean fm radio is still am radio is still going too no that's that's fair Maybe someday we will have our own constant radio uh, channel. I would love that. I would love. I would love to do that again. That would be great. That's probably why I enjoy this so much. Okay. So you've mentioned before some experience uh, in radio. Do you want to unpack any of that now? Uh, yeah, we can. Um, I did some work on a radio station volunteer work on a radio station when i was in college it was a christian radio station um but i my um the way that i agreed to work there was that i was going to play my own kind of music oh that's nice and it, and it wasn't christian so okay we uh We um, had uh, we played rock, so we uh, we did like remotes, um, you know, like uh, sports game, like sports games and stuff like that. You know, okay. like football games and interviews and just different stuff. Um, did you ever get a chance to interview much, or were you mostly um... mostly music? Okay, but um, it was fun. And it entertained a lot of college students. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, we had like about a 45-mile range. The station still exists, apparently, but it's just a Christian station. Ran by a pastor of a church. Um, I'm not really religious, so um, it was kind of one of those things that I um, <laughs> didn't want to play Christian music. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I've, I've listened to Christian music. Um, I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, and neither did the guy that uh, was on the st uh, was my co-host. Oh, yeah. He didn't. Yeah. J&J mm. &J Rock. That's J&J. Uh, &J. So. Cool. Yeah, that was our <laughs> our little show we had. So. That's awesome. Pretty fun for a little town, for college. A fun experience. You know, I grew up with um, one of my mom's 
really good friends being a pretty popular radio DJ in Abilene, Texas. So, um, I kind of picked up on that. I really enjoyed it. In fact, I've got a, I've got a, uh, recording of me talking to him, uh, on the air, uh, probably in 2014 for, diabetes awareness month okay yeah we he basically just brought me in and we talked we chatted about it kind of like me and you're chatting right now and it was pretty neat so he's a good guy um but yeah he's i think he's syndicated in lubbock texas and in several other big cities so he probably has half a million listeners so it's pretty yeah pretty big uh pretty big area Someday we will have a million listeners. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I will live that long, but someday no, we will you... have a million listeners. No, it's <laughs> we're going to we're going to do it. But we have to. We got to try. Yeah. You know, I, I I really wholeheartedly believe in our mission, and and not just our mission of assistance and and uh learning but entertaining yeah because we need more transgender entertainment people that can relate to us and this is why i believe in trans chat and some of the other things that we were doing yeah i think it's really important i mean um we we still uh at my house get very excited whenever we find out that there's a new a new story whether it's a book or a movie or a TV show that has trans characters or just queer characters. Um, Got an ongoing list of uh, movies to buy when they become available because you can't even buy a lot of them. Um, Which is sad. Boy Meets Girl, for example. Yeah, we bought that one. Did Um, you? Yeah. It's also, I think it's on Amazon Prime. I, I should, yeah. we should stream it on Twitch one night and we'll do Yeah, a, I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's still on Prime. That was, that was actually my first movie that I watched that had a transgender person in it. Like that, I, I was like, it was actually a character that I recognized, you know, mm-hmm. so it was, it was good for me. And so I think it's, be, I think it was, has became my favorite movie. Not because, not just because it's really good in my opinion, but, because it was also my first. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, I guess today uh, we'll, we'll start maybe talking about some of the difficulties in dating. Uh, sure. As, as, as trans or uh, as queer folk. Um, and then uh, I found where we left off. I don't know if I want to go over the same 12 questions that we recorded. Um and these questions are fun. Like this one starts off with what's your dream road trip destination? And so Ooh. I think, yeah, I think that'll be fun. Um, so I guess uh, for our did, audiences, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, did we explain to everybody no, what, what happened? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got to do that. <laughs> so on this audio file and not the three that we've tried before, uh, my technical skills are in uh, development and I will own derpiness and all of that good stuff but uh i managed to uh record about an hour and a half of just me talking and you know with some blank spaces where jen was talking uh and the lost episode was um 
largely consisting of us just chatting about uh, uh, some questions that I pulled up off the internet for getting to know people. Um, kind of related to like party games and like first date questions that you might ask. Right. So we, uh, we kind of coined the term friend date, didn't we? Or was it something else? I don't know if we coined it, but yeah, like we talked to, cause I mean, we, we came up or what, that's kind of what came across the, you know, yes, I guess. Yes. We did not create that term because that um, was obviously, a. it, maybe it's not like, if it's not, we should totally uh find some way to to monetize that uh yeah so definitely um i think i believe one of the things i talked about is recognizing the different types of love that people have like the love that i have for you even though it's not like a like the love you have for your partner it's it's um it's still valid love oh and yeah like friendship love like i i, I hate to even call what we have a friendship because i feel like it's much stronger than that so yeah but um, it's still is, it's still love yeah this is so. something that um i chat with my oldest about a lot um most of the stories that they consume um focus on romantic love and so uh they're very preoccupied on whether or not they're going to find a love someday and so i will chat with them about how there is romantic love there can be um more sexual or sexy time love platonic uh, platonic love, um, sibling love, parent-child yeah. love. You know, there's different there's different relationships. Um, and I used to remember all of the different like Greek or Latin terms for it. So there's eros and several others. Um, and you know, I, I think from some conversations that I've been having lately, uh, it, it'll also be appropriate for us to maybe talk about um, after we go through some of these questions maybe some appropriate boundaries in dating. Um, one of one of my recent uh, interactions with someone, uh, they, they were very emphatic that they were not interested in friendship. They were only interested in uh, a romantic relationship. And for about 30 minutes, I tried to get off the phone with this person uh, and, and explain to them that I was not digging where they were going. And... Uh, you know, I've not been in that position very often until recently with uh, somebody yelling and screaming and getting very profane and navigating those things. And I was thinking, you know, what advice would I give my kids? Um, and in, in that case, it would have been to hang up and block the person. Uh, I don't know. What, what would you have done differently, perhaps? I don't have time for that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, my, <laughs> my career has given me, um, a no filter, um, and an, and an ability to tell anybody anything I want without, um, feeling bad about it. <laughs> so I, that's a gift that working where I work has given me. Um, uh, and I consider it a good one in some cases. So I would have probably just told that person what i thought of them and hung up yeah that's fair. you know that's fair. and if they want to call and like i hate to, to use the word or the term threaten but i mean if if it comes to that then I'll, i will you know just to protect my family and myself You'll establish your boundaries and explain yeah, those consequences for breaking listen them. exactly you just you need to hang up you need to stop calling me or i'm gonna, i mean some or we'll just move forward you know i mean it's 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 a cut and dry black and white thing 
Uh, there is no gray area for me. Yeah. And I understand when people do have a gray area and, and that's okay. But for me, I do not. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if, if the same like dating in one's twenties and dating in one's thirties, you know, there's different things that folks are looking for. Um, right. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask a question and then, right. uh, maybe we, we can both answer it. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. No, that's the rule. Maybe, remember? Yes, that is the rule. And, <laughs> we got and our answer. I forward. tried. I tried to sneak out of that uh, in yeah. the last recording. Um, <laughs> so, what is your dream road trip destination, Jim? Wow, from Iowa, I could go anywhere. You know, I'm like literally in the middle of the country. <laughs> like I'm like six hours away from the dead center of the United States. Like five hours. I think it's in Nebraska somewhere. Okay. Uh, I think one time when we were, I was kind of being a smart ass, I, um, cause we were trying to figure out how, where we were going to have a GFS meeting and I'm like, just come to Iowa. Cause it's right in the center. And they're like, well, actually it's not. So we looked up like it's some small town in Nebraska, but anyway, I'm close enough to the center. Okay. Either way. But, um, so that, hmm, a dream road trip. I'm not going to lie. I would take a really long one because we have Canada, Alaska, you know, we have a lot of territory we could, excuse me, a lot of territory that we could drive around in. We could even get like down the Baja Peninsula in Mexico or whatever. Like, I don't know how far into Mexico I'd want to drive, but I mean, um, it would still be, um, it would be an adventure. And I think I would probably bring, bring a pretty large, rv so that there's lots of fun yeah stuff to do and satellite tv or whatever just to entertain myself <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> at cool. night at night anyway how about you um i actually have a dream road trip not necessarily a specific destination but um my wife jen and i um i would love to visit like know the top 50 haunted sites and then also separately cemeteries um i don't know that i believe in hauntings but i find the history associated with those types of locations really fascinating um one time uh or for a class i took uh i needed to go to 50 historical sites um in texas and uh take a picture of me at the site and my wife was taking the same course and so we went we ended up going to like a hundred different places uh together because you know why not do the road trips because sometimes we're driving five six hours which is not too far in texas uh to get to a location um and we would we would check out the local half price books um in whatever town that we were in and uh it, i'd like to do that but like on a larger scale and hit up a lot of um you know, the East Coast has a lot of old history. Uh, the Midwest has a lot of, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's got a lot of, uh, I guess, lost history might be how I put it. Many of the places we visited, the cemeteries were completely empty, like in the sense that they didn't have the data. They had headstones and they had grave markers that were worn down. And so... Well, if you ever want to come check out the Midwest, I come definitely. on over. That that is we'll, on my bucket list. We'll make some oh let me squeeze by you room over here for you. You know. 
some some uh, Minnesota or you know Iowa, some corn. We'll take you through a cornfield, eh? You know, just somewhere. And have a good time. Or I don't know, maybe have some poutine. No, that's that's Canadian poutine. I am not familiar with this term. <laughs> poutine? Yeah. You don't know what put what. Is 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 it an alcoholic drink or something? It or? is not. Oh, it okay. is <laughs> it is French fries covered in cheese curds and brown gravy. Oh. That does poutine. sound interesting, yeah. Yeah, that's uh it's a Canadian thing, but I think they have it in like Minnesota and they definitely have it around here. There's actually a restaurant called Zombie Burger. Um if this podcast could be sponsored by Zombie Burger, that would be great, but it is not. I'm just um throwing it out there because it's an amazing restaurant, but they have really good poutine. Okay. So if you're ever in Des Moines, stop by one of their two locations. It's called Zombie Burger. You're welcome. Yeah, you know, I, I'm interested just so that I can have some uh like napkin or uh picture of of that title. Yeah, so there's actually they have like t shirts okay and hats and like beanies and stuff. And the walls are covered in zombie stuff and all of their stuff on the menu is zombie themed. Like they have a Dr. Hyder's fries. So Dr. Hyder's from uh Gosh, what is that movie? Uh, Dawn of what the is, Dead. No, it's uh, it's a gross. It's gross. It's the. Hold on, I'm gonna have to look this up because okay. I. <laughs> okay, uh, Human Centipede. <laughs> Oh, okay. I have yeah. not seen Human so, Centipede and do not have so, interest in that. Okay, but you okay, you get the premise of it. Yes. How there's like three people. Yeah. Right. So there's three okay, so there's three different kinds of fries, right? Cheese fries, chili cheese fries, and something else. Cheese fries, chili cheese fries, and queso fries or something like that. And okay. they're all touching. They're all touching each other in the basket. So it's like Dr. Hyder's fries, like pretty gross but okay they're real they're really delicious fries i mean and then my favorite burger there is the trailer trash zombie okay it's it's a it's a patty uh like a beef patty or a chicken patty or a fried chicken patty with uh american cheese chicken fried bacon fried pickles cheese curds and ranch dressing so it's like one of those places that has a delicious burger that is probably not healthy, but very good, very tasty. Anyway, enough about <laughs> zombie burger. Well, if now, you happen oh, to that be... might be somebody's road trip destination that they yeah, want you to know, check out. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you're coming to check out some of the haunted areas um, that Luna was talking about, you can stop by zombie burger and then also stop and see me because that would be awesome <laughs> you're going to become a tourist destination spot. I am, yes i'm a tourist destination in the middle of nowhere iowa right, i got so lost in i got lost in the cornfield so i'm just stuck here hanging out <laughs> trying to make out. the best of it yep <clears throat> is it an episode of the simpsons where they're lost in a cornfield and um homer's tossing lisa up in the air and she's trying to find the exit, and she just sees other kids being tossed up by other families <laughs> trying to find the exit. 
that uh that is so funny my uh so i've got a story a little story here real okay. quick before we ask the next question so this is something my mom passed on to me uh she said that uh she was riding with her dad my grandpa at the time um at the time my grandfather her dad and uh when she was younger and they were driving and then all of a sudden they uh drove into a cornfield so they're driving through a cornfield uh for several minutes and uh he says um i smell pavement (laughs) it's it's a it's a pretty funny i think it's funny because it's just um um, you know, I guess you'd have to know my grandpa, but uh, definitely his sense of humor and like I smell, I, love I smell payment. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, we're gonna driving. Gonna, we're gonna. We're just sending it, you know. <laughs> but um, but funny, funny, funny uh, yeah. time. I'm sure it was pretty good. Maybe not funny at the time, but definitely a funny story. No, I I, I like it. Um, so this is actually sort of a segue with the corn and the zombie burgers to the next question. And that is, what's your favorite food of all time? That's a, that's a tough, that's a tough one. Oh, I like food. It's my, it's my vice. Like all people drink and smoke and do drugs or whatever. Like people do, they do all kinds of stuff that they're, you know, are addicted to and food is, is one of mine. Okay. I really like food. So, <laughs> so maybe top three. Yeah. And you know, I, I've got a top, like I've got a top one, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a flaming on steak. Okay. Like my, if I was on death row, I'd had to have a, you know, 16 ounce flaming yawn with, a loaded baked potato and you know some homemade mac and cheese and probably some fresh baked dinner rolls. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it would be it would be a good last meal. <laughs> um, I also create something that's one of my favorite things to make, called potato burrito casserole. Now, it's a story. Um. It's actually a story. So there's a restaurant in Texas called Taco Bueno, which you probably mm-hmm. have been to. Yes. Um, uh, I was in love with it. Uh, Abilene, Texas is actually the original location of Taco Bueno. Okay. So there was there was like five or six of those restaurants in that town. So I like went to high school, going to Taco Bueno like all the time. Loved it. They have something called a potato burrito. Probably the best potato burrito that any fast mexican restaurant makes um so when i was in college we didn't have a bueno anywhere near us and so i decided to make my own potato burritos the first attempt i I made uh was terrible and everything was just a mess so i was like you know what maybe i can just layer it in this uh in this dish or like in a bowl or something Mm -hmm. and then just cut it like cut pieces of it or something that way it's not a big mess like you know so that's what i did and ever since then and i'm talking that was like 2002 literally almost 20 years ago i've been making this ever since 
I've perfected it. Like the right kind of potatoes, the right kind of cheese, um, which is Velveeta. Hopefully you like Velveeta, but, uh, so it's, we're talking tortillas, ground beef, potatoes, cheese, tortillas over and over and over and over and over until you get to the top of the bowl. It sounds really wonderful. It, um, it is. Have you have you shown it <clears throat> on your TikTok? Because I know that yes. you do a TikTok. Yes. Um, yes. Stingray Jim. Yeah, check it out. You do you do <laughs> yeah. you do cooking and other things too, don't you? I do. I I do talk. I talk a little bit about trans stuff sometimes, and uh, I talk about cars, technology, uh, food mostly. Though I cook a lot. I love cooking. So if you're interested in seeing me cook for any reason whatsoever please check it out <laughs> that'd be awesome but uh yes i do have that recipe on there twice okay i was gonna say we should make like a a, a cookbook oh, that'd um, be awesome tngn or gfs cookbook that would be fun i would love that and then we can submit recipes well you heard it here folks um we should be offering the cookbook for sale in the next several years and if you mention this podcast, you can get a 5% discount. Um, yes. Now that I've said that, I'm sorry. Discount, we have to code, do... <laughs> discount code potato burrito. There you go. I love it. Um, <laughs> as, as somebody that has THC as part of their pain medicine uh, protocol, um, potato burritos are, are wonderful things. I'll send you. I'll send you a link to that. Okay, video cool. After. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we'll, we should we should link it in the show notes too. Your uh, your TikTok. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Come check. Come check it out and give me some ideas, and I'll cook whatever you want me to cook, and it'll be fun. I've been looking to do a guest, like uh, maybe me and you can do that sometime. Sure. And then we can post it. We can post it on here. You know. Yeah. So like a double, fun. like we can do, we can cook a little bit on here okay, and, um, and then, uh, we can just post it on the podcast. Yeah. I like that. It'd be a vidcast, you know, or I'm whatever you want to call it. Terms. Vlog. Ah, vlog. Yes. Vlog wife... or vidcast. Um, <laughs> and, and if okay. it's short and we loop it, it's a vine, right? Yeah. Or. Yeah, wow, that's an older term, but yeah, now TikTok. Now that's the. If you don't know what Vine is, then you are young, <laughs> or old, <laughs> or if you do, if you know, yeah, or too old, I guess. We're like right in the in that uh, sweet spot. Well, you're you're younger than I am at heart. Um, I I don't know if I've checked out much TikTok. Uh... I'm gonna recommend you not do it. <laughs> Because it's another addiction that I have. Okay, that's fair. But if you, to me, it just entertains me so much. And and their algorithm is wild because you don't actually have to like like anything. It just p picks up on, oh, you watch this video about trans a trans woman, um, you know, for the whole video. So obviously you're interested in this. Watch this. I just opened the app. That is a trans woman right there, the first video. 
and something with music and then another one so it's like oh look so anyway it knows you pretty well after a while especially after you watch enough enough videos like i did but anyway you need to at least check out jen uh, jen lee on tiktok if you're gonna do anything um you don't get a you don't get out of answering this question so oh, what no, I is have your Okay, you know, let's hear it. If I had to choose, I would probably say variations of stir fry. I I love the pan seared veggies. I I love uh, whether it's steak or chicken or just veggie based. Um, and I think that if I could only eat one food, that one has enough variety that you can put into it that like I could survive off of that. Definitely. Um, I, go ahead. I love I love orange chicken. I, you know, I do too, but they started adding uh, uh, red pepper flakes to it. Oh, yeah, and, you're allergic. Uh, allergic to the capsaicin. Um, it's it's fun when they change a recipe and I find out the hard way. <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't, I love spicy food so much, I would cry if I couldn't eat it. I feel for you so much because I, I would be really upset about that. I love, I love it. I'm hoping someday that we will have, uh, like, oh gosh, why can't I think of the name of the food synthesizer in uh, Star Trek? Uh, it's uh, a replicator. The replicator, yes. And, like, I can just tell it not to put in capsaicin, and um, that would be wonderful. Probably not in my lifetime, but we're getting so close. Do we... Like, 3D printing of food now is a thing, right? So, yeah, but so, like, uh capsaicin is um is a naturally a natural occurring yeah don't they have an art gives it the spiciness so right we... but does aren't there artificial versions of that are you allergic know. to those as well or i'll have to look into that because hmm. it, it may be that a molecule will bind and cause the same effect with with just a slight deviation that doesn't trigger the uh the immune response yeah that's see that's actually that's the same. That's what's in pepper spray too. So you better be careful with that. Um, I have a funny story about uh, mace and my face as like a nine or ten year old. Uh, I I was messing with a a uh, keychain mace thing and accidentally set it off in my face and spent the next like three hours uh, submerging my face into milk. And then smearing uh, aloe vera all over my face. Um, so for the future, let me tell you, because I work with OC, which is also, it's like a more potent version of pepper spray. Um, rinse it off with water and let it dry. Okay. And do not, and do not put water on it. Just saying. Oh, this okay. might help, this might help some of you that, you know, go to protests know, or protests. protests. Do not, do not continue to wet it, no matter how bad it hurts. I, I am telling you, it will continue to reactivate. You just need to let it dry, and then it will deactivate. It's going to take a while, and do not, do not rinse it down your body to your private area. Oh, that sounds horrifying. It is, and I have firsthand experience with it. I'll just say that. Um <laughs> I have both seen somebody do that. I mean, not seen them take a shower, but like heard them take a shower 
um, and scream bloody murder um, for like 15 minutes. And the thing is, is it, it will continue to reactivate as little portions of it come down your body and into your eyes. It gets in your, you know, eyebrows and then it'll rinse into your eye again. So the best thing you can do is uh, give yourself a good rinse with cooler water, not hot water. Hot water will make it worse. It'll make it burn worse. And, uh, you know, milk doesn't really, I mean, it might help for a second, but honestly, just regular old water. Okay. Get it, get the, get the chemical off your body as much of it as that's going to come off and dry off and let it dry. Good advice. Yeah. So there's a, there's your, uh, protest tidbit for the day (laughs) i love it we should have one in every episode sure Um, sounds great so on the the note of uh favorite food of all time um do you have a go-to for like first dates or um when you've got to know somebody for food food wise yeah a go-to on my first date Ooh. So that's often that's often right like a safe first date you're you're in a public place if somebody has a breakdown or gets really weird or you find out they're fetishizing you um you can exit the situation i mean i i guess i've never dealt with that before because i mean i've been well that's a story for another time but okay um i've been uh I don't know. When I think about my first dates, I think about Texas Roadhouse and the chicken okay. fried steak they have. So, I, I, um, I used to take first dates to Cotton Patch in, in oh, Texas. Uh, I haven't was, been to a Cotton Patch in so long. Uh, I, I loved their cornbread and their chicken fried chicken and chicken fried steak was pretty good. I make a good chicken fried steak, so when you're here doing oh. your hunting, Luna, I've got you. Awesome. I've got the potato burrito casserole and a chicken fried steak for you. You don't worry about it. I like it. I like it. This this mama is a southern cook right here, so I love southern cooking. We'll, we'll have to have a picture of you um, on the uh, the cookbook, and and I, I love it. We'll put like a, a... a stick of butter in one hand. <laughs> ah, hi! I got my stick of butter. <clears throat> Oh, a glass of, a glass of juice in the other hand. Uh, perfect. And and there'll be a little sprig of celery in the juice, right? With the Yeah, this is a that type of drink. I think I'm I think my Joe is just coming out a little bit. <laughs> I'm actually uh I'm I was born in the Midwest okay. in Iowa and I grew up in Texas, so I still have the accent, but, you know, you spend enough time around other people and it just starts disappearing. But there's a few words that just keep lingering. Like when I say y'all. Y'all is a great word for folks looking for like a gender neutral, inclusive term. Um, We'll put that out there. That's always uh, good to, to keep in mind. Y'all means all. It does. And all y'all is is extra inclusive. All y'all. Yep. Uh, I said I, that today at work and they were making fun of me. I'm just going to let you know. Did they really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. They're like, oh, your, your Texan came out. I heard all y'all. 
it's a very efficient phrase. Yeah, I'm like, well, y'all is not really a word used here. That's probably why it still sounds Texan. Um, what are three items on your bucket list? Uh, wow, that's a that's a tough one. Because I have a lot of a lot of stuff on my bucket list. I think uh, I think one of the one of the major things that's on my mind right now is future sustainability for my um, for my family's income. Unfortunately, because we live in a capitalist society, I have to be concerned with income. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to purchase a vacation property and and uh let uh rich people pay me money to stay in it so uh unfortunately i'm not going to be a slumlord so or landlord this will be my house that i'm just letting people stay in so i just i I don't really want to rent out a property like you know i don't really i kind of have my you know, you've got um, a lot on your plate already, and 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 maintaining another property at a um, constant living situation is like an additional two full time jobs. Yeah, well, you know, and that's true. See, that my issue is that my mom can't work anymore, so um, financially, it it makes most sense to purchase a property that can make enough money for her to survive on with minimal effort. So that that is probably going to be in Puerto Rico. So on, um, so that's on. That's one of the things on my bucket list is to get this house paid off and buy that one. That's awesome. That way, she, that way she has an opportunity to enjoy some of her life as her retirement. Yeah. Or forced retirement, I should say. Um, another one would be losing weight. <laughs> okay. I know. I know that. I should be positive about my body and I am, but, um, for health purposes, I do need to lose some weight. Um, I, I have a lot of, uh, pain, um, constant pain, like back pain and, and, uh, joint pain. And I, I don't sleep well and I have to have a CPAP to sleep. So like, I think losing weight would actually solve a lot of those issues for me. Um, and then uh, a third one uh, is to fly to Pennsylvania. Okay. Because that's where that girl is. So I would, I really, I'm, I'm actually slowly saving money. <laughs> okay. To to go see her, I'm trying to figure out how much money it's going to cost for, you know, the flight. Um, hotels, whatever I need. I'm not going to invite myself to stay at her house, but I'm sure that's probably what will happen, but I'm not going to just assume. So yeah. I want to make sure, make sure I have enough money for that and uh, to have fun. I would love to go to Washington, D.C. It's like only about five hours from D.C. So okay. I'll, probably rent, I'll probably rent a car, you know, just... Go do like a day trip or a... Yeah, you know, I think, I think I'm just... I'm going to try to go three or four days and 
I've never really been around in that area. I've never been to Pennsylvania. And plus, I've got some, there's some people out in that area that work for GFS, and I would love to meet them. That would be fun. I think Cali is not far from her either, so it's like, I might just do a, like a road trip. Well, there you go. You could have a, a, a road trip, uh, a dream road trip. There as you part go. Of the... So, um, I mean, maybe this is a, an opportunity. You mentioned uh, traveling to see a romantic interest, yeah. um, which is quite common in um, both queer and trans relationships, right? As we meet people on the internet, um, there's a smaller population percentage of us. Um, and so finding each other is not as easy as uh, just going to the bar every night for three years. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and because let's be honest, a lot of people don't want to date trans people yeah. and that's okay. That's okay. But that is the truth. Yeah. So I mean, when you go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, you know, gender uh, preferences and genitalia preferences are legit. Um, I have, I have a little bit uh you know, of, of feelings on excluding somebody based on like skin tone or uh, being trans or, or, or some of these things. Um, but I do think it's important to recognize that like genitalia preference is a thing. And that is. Yes. And I'm going to say that it's pretty much the standard belief of everybody on the team here at GFS or uh, TNGN that, you know, you uh you can have a general preference and that's not transphobic but if you are just saying i'm not going to date trans people that is transphobic mm -hmm. so i think most of us agree with that statement that that basic statement um you know if you find yourself in in that position not interested in dating trans people just be honest about it yeah you know it's it is trans it's a transphobic you know just kind of like you know i don't want to date a black person that that would be racist racism but you know versus i've never found a a person of color that i've clicked with and we've ever dated those are two different things right, right? like if you're just like oh automatically like no i'm not going to date that person because of their skin color or because they have a disability or because so we can we can we can like <laughs> we can probably clap any kind of you know difference i want to say if it, if you're a person that is a little more unique than others whether that's because you're trans or a person of color um you know there's bias against that and and it's not okay <laughs> are people gonna be like that yeah but they need to recognize there's a, that's a problem you can't just live your life like, oh, I'm not transphobic. You know, I have a trans friend, but I'm not dating trans people. Okay, well, cool. You know, that's great. But you're still transphobic. Sorry. Like, you don't get to decide. <laughs> you don't get to decide if you're transphobic or not. You you don't get to decide that. I'm sorry. Wow. You're sorry. Was, I was, that, was that Google? Yes. But that's not for you. <laughs> Google felt sorry. so attacked. I'm deleting that. It should be gone in a moment. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even say anything remotely like the word, the G word, which I'm not going to repeat because I don't want to start that it's process so over. That's what happens when you have a technology, a house full of technology. It just they starts talking to you because you're like, 
And if I could show you the stream deck um, that I have here, it has Hal 9000's picture on it too. Okay, I love that. Yeah, it's uh, I will. Trick. I will admit this. that I have not seen. Uh, you see it? Yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, no the. Uh... So where was I? I was oh I was ranting about transphobia in dating. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's... we obviously we can <laughs> uh, we can we can talk about um all of the different things that are racist or words you know homophobic trans whatever we can talk about that but not willing to date somebody uh right from from a different uh uh religion is is oh yeah that's either something that and 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 again it's like it's like if you have a monolithic um i will never date it is whatever phobic yeah you know um racist or whatever even like how dating apps and stuff or even social media apps um some of them select like a a, a trans female as a separate category or trans male as a separate category Um, okay cupid does that and they won't necessarily include non-binary identities in in with that and and so it, it can be hard to like navigate um, or, or rather not hard to navigate. It's difficult to be oneself without outing yourself with a lot of those apps. Um, yeah, and I've had just about zero luck on dating apps, honestly. Um, okay. I'm a, I'm a little bit different flavor than most people because, like, I get this whole, well, when are you going to grow hair? And, like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, I don't have any hair to grow. Because I can tell you right now, without a doubt, I would have hair longer than yours, Luna, if I could. Yeah. I just feel like if I grew hair out, I would I would look like I would be bald up here, you know. I would look like Captain Picard with a mullet. So <laughs> I, I mean for someone that looked like Captain Picard with a mullet. Yeah, well <laughs> that's what I would look like. And the right mullet here. was like uh past his shoulders Ooh, wow business and, in front and party in the way behind yeah <laughs> and captain picard on top yes um how is it there's, there's i can't remember the actor but he does a lot of roles where you know or maybe that's just his normal hairstyle <laughs> anyway uh, um I so will go to the next question. Yes, yes, because I will rant about transphobia and dating for an hour. So let's move on for fun stuff. Um, what is your favorite color to wear? Black or purple. Okay. I also uh, really dig black and purples. Yeah, because great minds think alike. I you think know, I've mentioned that every time I hear that phrase, I hear the genie from uh, One Saturday Morning, uh, Saturday Morning cartoons from, gosh, like probably 25 or more years ago, uh, saying, uh, wrong. <laughs> uh, I just blanked on the whole bit. But yeah, no, it's the, all, all our great minds think alike, and he'll go wrong. And then there'd be an educational, like, five minute thing oh. on. Uh, <laughs> uh 
I'm blanking on ev like Einstein or um, you know other folks who did things differently. Yeah, it's definitely not true, but in our case, it is because we're both great minds. Uh, so we well, both, we both think a lot. Thank you. Just saying. I I too think you were a great mind. <laughs> you know it's weird though. Neither of us are wearing black or purple. Oh, is that? It looks like your undershirt is black. Is that like a, a dark blue? Just a sports bra. Oh, okay. Like, I'm, that's how, like, eh, you know. Yeah, I'm wearing a peace sign. Uh, okay. With the, the U.S. flag colors, which is probably like uh, an oxymoron, if I'm being honest. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's against flag code. <laughs> that is true, too. <laughs> um. Blame old You've been Navy. hearing a lot of that lately. I love it. Yeah, Old Navy's great though. Old Navy, I, you know, let me let me tangent about Old Navy okay. for a second. Like apparently we're talking about a lot of brands today, but thank you, Old Navy. Thank you for creating sizes that fit most people, um, and making them available in your stores. Thank you for that. Um, I'm I'm a bigger girl, <laughs> um, so um, but I have seen I've seen up to size 28 pants in women's, and up to a 5x pair of sweatpants and a 5x shirt and tops. That's um, awesome! It it at old at old navy really hard to do the queer yeah. standby of going to thrift stores because even there, it's very hard for me to find stuff in my size as well. Yeah, so I'm I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a 22, which is like a 22 long. Like, um, I just gave away my size, but anyway, I find all kinds of stuff that fits me. Um, and a three X top, like perfectly. Like there's so much stuff and I, I have n never had good luck finding stuff and old Navy has it. They've, I've bought dress pants there. Um, jeans, I, I think three pairs of jeans, um, you know, we would, uh, awesome. we would, we would be happy to be sponsored by Old Navy too. Just saying. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Rick and Morty, uh, dropping random <laughs> things, uh, wanting yeah, to get yeah. like uh, uh, 3ds. <laughs> yeah, that? that's funny. That that is, but it's true. Okay, we are Cause... accepting sponsorships. <laughs> yes. So any anybody that you know. Well, I, I think I think that we agreed in one of our work meetings, though, that um, we would not accept sponsorships from organizations whose values related yeah. to human rights or lives um, do yes. not match our own. Absolutely not. Um, we don't want your money. No. Not gonna lie. Don't even don't even donate your money to us. Like we just we don't even. I would rather do it for free, than take the money of an organization or an individual that has hate. Um, towards any kind of human rights uh, violations or um, or any other number of things. Uh, for example, um, the Cathy's um, who own uh, Chick-fil-A. You know, you can keep your money. Yes. I don't care how much. So. Did I tell you about how my, my smallest school, um, one of their uh, older adult relatives about um, Chick-fil-A the other day, while we were driving in the car and it felt like a wonderful parenting moment because um not only was my kiddo able to articulate why right they're on the autism spectrum and so having those many words is is huge for us but uh 
she also wasn't taking any excuses or uh, attempts at uh, changing the conversation. And, um, <laughs> it, you know, it was just like one of those things where I think that there's hope for the future because I see my kids and I see other kids um, that may not be uh, part of a marginalized orientation or gender identity, but are so accepting and so willing to put themselves out there as allies in ways I don't really recall growing up. Um, and maybe that was just because I wasn't hanging out with the right folk. No, it, you know what? It's, it's not, and it, it didn't exist when we were younger. It didn't exist. And now it does. And I think that's in part, I don't want to take credit for this as like a, as a generation, like millennials of the generation, but like, I think it started with our access to the internet and like, networking and you know and it kind of developed into whatever it was as we were go getting into our 20s and then as generation z started seeing how how things could actually be better and that's the generation that we've been waiting for yeah you are the generation we've been waiting for gen z although we will continue to do what we can yes uh, and I said you know, that as my eyes got wider which nobody can see yes <laughs> but no you're you're absolutely right and I, I will, I mean, I fully support, and that's the crazy part is like Gen Z gets made fun of just like millennials get made fun of. <laughs> that cracks me up. The youngest millennials like in their mid twenties. Yeah. Are, or, are, is it like late twenties now? Like... Late twenties now. Yeah. 96. That'd make somebody 25, 26. Yeah. Something like that. I think 96 is the last year and then it became Gen Z. So, you know, even Gen Z is like, because the alpha gen is like my, pretty sure my kids are alpha. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Like 2011 and up or something. I don't remember. It's hard to keep track of it. Yeah. And then they rename them periodically or, uh, you know, sub-generations are created. Ooh, and yeah. uh -huh. Zennial. Zennials. Okay. That's me. I'm a Zennial. Like that's the that's the generation the micro generation of growing up with no technology up until you're like in your teens like early teens and then having it yeah so like I didn't have computers you know really I had like logo and organ trail the organ trail generation that's zennial that's that's us so you know I used to replay the organ trail demo on the windows 95 disc over and over and over again and you're capped like you can only travel like 50 or 100 miles or whatever in it. <laughs> and i would just keep doing it over and over this is fun <laughs> yes <laughs> wait how did i die from dysentery like already um so if i if i told you that you can play organ trail for free on the internet would you be happy about that I, 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 yeah, is, isn't it on like an archive site that has a lot yeah. of, here we go again, my abandonware, abandonware, my abandonware, you that's, know, that's I wonder if I... Mule is on there because I have been looking to replay Mule for, for, for quite some time. Let's find out. All right. Like that is where my love for strategy games began. Um, before I could read, uh, my, my pair or my, my dad and my uncles and my grandfather played it often and I would watch them and. Mule. 
Let's see here. Brian Moriarty's tribute to Danny Bunton. Mule was a multiplayer from the ground up. He used the joystick array of the Atari 800 to connect four people in unprecedented level. Example of computer-moderated parlor gaming. Yeah, you yeah. land on a planet and you it's it's uh, you piece apart and you stake claims on different plots and then you can grow food or um, put electricity ga uh, gaining equipment or you can mine and uh, it, it definitely has that feel of like a, a settlers of Catan but kind of like way before. The it was a Commodore 64 or no PC 64 and, and then it was also ported to the NES um, which is apparently not the best iteration that's the one that I have I actually have the uh, the cartridge and my NES still <laughs> oh. okay so so on it's not available to play but you can buy it on GOG oh wow okay i did not i'll have to look that up um i i, I so, found that gog does uh 2.99 i will have to check that out then i'll send you the link um and and you know our listeners check it out uh if you enjoy um more simpler uh why can't I think of the name for the term? Um, for the, the, the type of strategy world building management hmm. game. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so um, GOG or GOG, whatever you want to call it, GOG. Yeah, they um, moved away from good old games when they started getting new games that, that, that were being released by... Uh, you know, like triple A. Yeah, so <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> My Abandonware. Um, also fun to check out. Actually, you can play a lot of games in the browser, including Oregon Trail. So if you uh newfangled generation would like to learn about Oregon Trail firsthand, you uh you can check out Oregon Trail and Oregon Trail too. And if you're a fan of uh, zombie parodies, you can check out Oregon Trail, O-R-G-A-N, which is a really fun take on uh, Oregon Trail, but set in a um, post-zombie outbreak uh, United States where you're, you're traveling and, and you, have to, you have to manage um, zombie attacks, uh, food, repairing your car instead of the wagon. Um I've probably sunk like a hundred hours into that game because it's just repetitive fun. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh, you know. Oh no, I skipped a question that is perfect for what we've been talking about. Um, if you were in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, who are three people you'd want on your team? Ooh. Now, like, are we talking about theoretical people or? I'm going to go with sure. Like, it, this could be a fictional person. Um, it could be somebody that you know of but have never met personally. So, like, I don't know. Is Bear Grylls still a thing? Uh, Not I that so. I would necessarily want him on my team, but that was the example that came to mind. 
yeah. Um, that is a tough one. Uh. <laughs> my standby that I've discussed with my wife is that in the event of a zombie apocalypse, mm. I am the noisy distraction. Oh, yeah. Um, and they all get away. And that that's the function that I have. Uh, same thing pretty much for if an active shooter scenario occurs. I am the loud distraction while she and the kids get away. Um, and, you know, I can make a lot of noise from my wheelchair. I'm also a mobile uh, uh, shield. Um, so once I'm no longer with us, my body and wheelchair are still useful <laughs> in those types of emergencies. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that um, I would have to go with... Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to throw somebody in from Star Trek. Okay. Somebody in from... Stargate and somebody in um, from Taken. Okay. I'm going to say um, <laughs> Q from Star Trek. <laughs> Which You're honestly, listen, sad. yeah, we're if, if, we're good. If he uh cooperates though right because q yeah. is going to be difficult to that's handle. true all right q2 then we'll take his uh his son that was like okay i don't know some because he was from more, voyager right know. yeah exactly there you go because he was a little more uh you know less of a shithead than, a, than his dad <laughs> So you may know this, but uh, the 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 guy who voice acts or the the guy who acts for Q voice acts for um, uh, My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic, and um, huh. uh, it's not Chaos, but it's the Bean of Chaos that he voices, and it's just it's a perfect uh, role for him. John Delancey. Yes. Yeah, he does something else too, and I can't remember what it is, but it's um, he's amazing. So, Q, assuming or Q two, right? Uh, and then uh, Ronan Dex from uh, Stargate. He fi he's a good fighter. Okay. He's just really like brute strength, good fighting, good weapons. You know, he's good. So, and then. Um, the Liam Neeson's character from Taken. Okay. Whatever. You don't know who I am. <laughs> that, that guy here. Or... Yeah. But I have a particular set of skills. And those set of skills would be helpful in a zombie outbreak. Yes, yes, they would. Because, I mean, he literally ran, <laughs> ran that entire, you know, operation into the ground by himself. So I think he would be good in a zombie outbreak. And then I, I'll just, like, I don't know. I'll just hang out and make potato burrito casserole. <laughs> and, and that'll be great. 
Like they will Yeah, because I won't I won't need to do anything. Like I mean I'm a good shot, you know, with like a shotgun or something, but I mean I won't even need to do that because I'm probably not as good of a shot as any of those those guys, obviously. And Q doesn't I mean he would just snap his fingers and yeah, well, we, you know, we, and then we could all sit down and have a nice dinner. <laughs> we wouldn't even have to do nothing. All the zombies would be gone. I like it. Or maybe Borg would show up. I mean, uh, I think he had something to do with that, if I remember right. Yes, he did. He did. Um, this is not a spoiler because this happened in 1992. Okay. So if you haven't watched the Next Generation's episodes of, of Star Trek to tie together how the, how when, uh, Q threw the Enterprise across right. the galaxy. Yes, he threw the Enterprise across the galaxy. The Borg go, hey, check this out. What's this? Oh, you're from the Alpha Quadrant? We better go check that out. We better go. So it all started from there. When, when he was trying to tell Picard that you really are not prepared for what's out here. Yeah. So, he, you know, you can give this an opportunity to check this out. But, uh... Um... But yeah, that would be good. I don't know who I would have. Uh, Mia Jovovich's character in Resident Evil was Alice, right? I think. Yeah. I think I would want Alice on my team, and oh my gosh, the really yummy dude. Uh, he's the Stars Captain. He was in um, the Mummy can't remember his name i would not huh. mind having him on my team yeah that'd be good uh you know what i think it'd be fun to have brendan frazier as well like he he handled himself in the mummy and i just mean brendan frazier the actor because it would just be fun to talk to him <laughs> while while the world is burning around us yeah, <laughs> Yeah, let me get uh, Dwayne Johnson, too, while oh, we're at it. Oh, yes. If Q can't make it, we'll just have Dwayne Johnson come. It's fine. I like that. Okay, so um, a little bit more dating-specific. Yeah, What are three good. things that you look for in a partner? Um... I think um, I think somebody that uh, three things. One of the more important things to me is having somebody that can talk about the same subjects with passion that I have. Okay. Um, so like shared interests. Yeah, shared interests. Um, I know that sounds like a, a silly thing, but I think when you spend a lot of time with somebody, it's important to share these things with them these at least some things in my case with the girl i'm talking to we have a lot in common and i find conversation with her um very good in fact uh the last conversation we have was almost six hours long that's so. awesome being able to <laughs> You know, make shared references and unpack current experiences with, with past uh, shows or information or... Okay. 
so shared experiences. What else? A sense of humor. I I get through my life by laughing about things that are going on, even if they're not necessarily funny. Like, like the that's how I, the, the the dog in the cafe that's on fire and he's drinking yeah. coffee. At, you know, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and a sense of adventure. You know. Okay. I I have a bucket list much like you do that I want to achieve before I, I die. And I think, um, if I, if I found somebody that didn't want to have an adventure with me, um, I wouldn't get the opportunity to do those things. Yeah. Uh, this girl also meets that. That's awesome. So there's all three of those things and more. So, um, and physically attractive, which is like, I mean, a bonus, but you know, yeah. uh, I don't really care about the way somebody looks, but it's a, it's a nice bonus. I and, uh, and, uh, and a Southern accent, which I, I love accents. So okay. I, you know, Australian, Australian, uh, you know, the British accents, um, just love it. New York accent, uh, and uh like a eastern eastern uh eastern border so- southeast okay. accent you know georgia uh kentucky uh south ohio believe it or not apparently southern ohio has a south a southern accent interesting like kentucky Cause they're right there you know it's um it's interesting very interesting so how about you um it's gonna sound kind of cliche maybe but like honesty but not like i i expect honesty from somebody if i'm i'm gonna be having a relationship with them whether that's a, a romantic one or not right because honesty is how we communicate effectively with with other human beings but um i guess along with honest is self-aware um because oftentimes we don't know why we're feeling a certain way until we sit down and kind of unpack uh what is prompting certain emotions or you know maybe i'm not angry at x maybe i've had a really bad day or um you know, being able to say that's not something I'm interested in, or that's, uh, this is something that I do want to do. Um, and I think honesty is, is, is big. Uh, the, the, the getting to know someone dance can be fun, but, um, if you're pretending to be someone you're not to get to a second or third or fourth date, those relationships aren't going to last. Um, it's true. You can hide for a, a while, you know. <clears throat> you can hide the those thoughts for a while, but or like you know, lying. But eventually, it's you're gonna it's return gonna, it back to who you yeah, are. It's gonna catch up with you. So, and, um, I guess uh, another thing 
would be uh, being able to hold space for folks that are different, like in the sense of diffability or uh, neurodivergence or um, even orientation, gender identity, race, ethnicity. Like I have, I have a problem. <laughs> I, I went on a date one time uh, with this gal and we spent the entire date talking about how she hated the Italians. Wow, that's fun. Right? And, and like, I was not in this person's class. Um, <laughs> but uh, I ended up very much not wanting to do an additional date because of the discussion about the Italians and then also this irateness that um, uh, some federal phone numbers when you call them have like press one for english and press two for spanish and press three for xyz sort of thing um so yeah like i don't know that's a major deal breaker um and if there was a third thing i think something important in a partner is um for me at least is they're not seeking a relationship to complete themselves um they 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 are their own unit and they can be their own self rock that um and that probably is a little silly coming from me because until very recently i did not think of romantic relationships outside of this like completing each other sort of framing um but as i think about my relationship with my wife and relationships if i were to have them with others um, I would, I, I, I don't want to be the thing that completes somebody. That's, that's a, that's a big burden. And I don't know that that should fall on to anybody outside of an individual.